Hello, hello, hello. It is me. It's me. The S-T-L-O-U-I-E. How you doing, everyone? I hope you're doing fine. And Danny, let's start the, off the new year. It's crazy, crazy, crazy year we left behind. A lot of crazy damn shit happened. Shit, we, we hope we can forget, but we most definitely won't. It's stamped into the history books, and it's there. We won't forget it. <laughs> but nonetheless, all the negative things that happen, lots, we have some positives to talk about. And that positives in the world of music, no matter all the terrible shit that happens in pop radio, there's always something good happening. Undoubtedly. And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to go through my top 20 favorite songs of 2020. <laughs> Sounds a bit different, huh? This is top 10 radio. What are we doing playing 20 songs for? Well, just to keep up the theme of the top 10 radio, we're just going to play 10 songs tonight. Number 20 through 11. And then carry on with the top 10 on Friday. It's Wednesday, late Wednesday, about 10 p.m. Normally I would be doing this about 10 p.m. on the Tuesday and having it put out on a on a Wednesday, but I was scrolling through my list and uh, it's just so hard. Like, 2020 was such a long year. It was like double the length of a normal normal year. It was like 600 and a, um, I don't know, 700, 720 days. I don't know what's 365 plus 365. I don't know. I'm dumb. But that's like 700 days, and so I kept forgetting about songs that came out earlier in the year or like okay I'll be honest with you that 2020 was such a depressing year that I normally I kind of like stuck with the songs that I, I, I loved early in the year and the longer the year went on I just got lazy and lazy and just just stuck with my comfort music and avoided the new music so it was a bit hard for me to get into new music so if this music is mostly made up of songs from early in 2020, I'm sorry. But, you know, I later try to catch up with the year, and then I forgot about the songs earlier in the year. And sometimes I even forgot what songs came out in 2020. It was like Harry Styles' Fine Line came out late 2019. So a lot of people, for a lot of people, it was considered a 2020 album. And so I just stuck with those songs, and, uh, you know, then by technicality, no Harry Styles songs will be put on this album. I mean, on this playlist, excuse me. Okay, so, tonight we're all counting down part one of my top 20 favorite songs of 2020, as well as we'll, I'll be discussing my top 10 favorite albums of 2020. Um, been pretty lazy about trying to come up with this list. It was pretty difficult, actually. It was difficult to come up with the list, the, both the playlist and the top 20, 10 albums. Um, it's kind of late. I have work in the morning. Not going to get much sleep. Let's just get on with this, alright? Let's play my first song tonight. Um, first song we're playing for you is her comeback single. Um... She had such a phenomenal debut album with Control. 
She she's like one of my top crushes, celebrity crushes. Absolutely a gorgeous woman. I love her. Such a such a a I don't know what a big personality. She's bubbly. She looks so much fun to be around. I wish she was my friend. I wish she could be my girlfriend. I wish she was my she was my girlfriend, but my good ex. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but nonetheless, this is uh, SZA. Her comeback single hit different, featuring the Neptunes, my man Pharrell, as well as uh, what's his name? <laughs> uh, what is his name? I forget. Ty Dolla Sign. That is it. Uh, he's been a polarizing figure for me. Um, I haven't really liked his uh, solo work, but whenever he's uh, on a joint, whenever he's uh, a featured artist, hey, I really like this guy. All right, let's play him. Hit control, hit different. My number twenty favorite song of twenty twenty.
definitely knows how to make a comeback oh man i love the music video her dancing is had me hypnotized then um she just released a new single which was kind of like the like a part two to that song um good days good days was very good if i just had more time to listen to that song um if she released that single sooner then i think that could have made the list as well um yeah looking forward to the new album if she has one in the works uh SZA is just a, she's a really good good person, good artist. Definitely looking forward to what she has in the future. Alrighty, let's go on to my uh, number 10. My number 10 favorite album of 2020. It's a, an album I didn't expect actually to make it on the list. It's uh, Alicia Keys, self-titled, kind of. Alicia, it's called. Um... I didn't expect this album to be that good, honestly. I don't want to be rude to Miss Keys, but uh, let's just say that she's still got it. She's still got so much soul. She's still got the ability to be popular. Let's say that's a weird thing to say, but uh, the songs on this was very phenomenal. Um, her uh, duets were great. Um, she had a duet with Khalid, Miguel, Tara Wack, Snow Allegra. She, she makes good friends. <laughs> let's say that. Um, let's see what some highlights of this album. Um, so done with Khalid was very good. Um, her um, I think that was the lead single, The Underdog, was very good. Um, oh jeez, I can't remember the tracks off my top of my head. But if you like good soul, like a good pop soul kind of sound, I, I, Alicia Keys, Alicia. It is a very good album. I highly recommend it. Feels good. It's a feel-good record, definitely. Alrighty, let's go on to um, number 19. My favorite songs of 2020. Um, this artist I don't know very well. Um, I don't... I think this is the only song I know by him. I don't remember how I came across this song. But um, probably on some sort of playlist Spotify has. Uh, the artist's name is Luke James... And the song is called Lambo. Let's just say... Okay, I would say that the song is kind of unoriginal. Like, it feels like a Frank Ocean song. But, like... It's a Frank o- a song that Frank Ocean wish he made. The production is great. Very simple. Well, the vocals. Kind of psychedelic and trippy. I really dig it. Um... Let's just, let's, um, let's find out what you think about it. The song's called Lambo. Luke James, my 19th favorite song of 2020.
absolutely love the prediction of that song. Um, I like how it builds. It gets more and more grand. Um, chord, the, uh, the harp chords sound phenomenal in that song. Uh, yeah, I think... I feel like this... I don't know who Luke James is, but I feel like he probably shouldn't have gave that song to Frank Ocean. Let him have it. Because, I don't know, there's something unoriginal about it. But maybe it's like a tribute to Frank. Nonetheless, I just... I really love it, no matter what. Alrighty, let's go into my uh, ninth favorite album of 2020. It's Kesha's High Road. Um... Kesha is a song that I've, of course, known since I was a teen. Uh, she blew up with TikTok and had all these, like, silly, fun party anthems that she, you know, came off like, like, <laughs> like, uh, Kristen Wiig's impression of, of, uh, what's her name? Kathy Lee Gifford? That like she always appear on her whenever uh, Kristen Wiig does her impression on Celebrity Jeopardy on SNL, she always comes off as a drunk and as like she has no idea what she's doing. That's the way Kesha always seems to me um, in her music videos. But uh, you know, I end up you know watching the news and hearing what happened to Kesha. How she was treated by uh, what's his name, Doctor Luke, her producer, that she was like sexually assaulted by him, and Kesha just like melted down, uh, and uh, seems like she lost lost a bit of herself for that. This is when she came back from like a five six year hiatus and made um, the album Rainbow, which was. One of my favorite albums of the 2010s. Maybe even all, all time. If like I have to make like a top 50 list, it would probably be on there. Um, it's such a great comeback. Uh, the song Praying is phenomenal. It makes just makes me want to tear up every time I hear it. But, uh, you know, I got, with this came a new Kesha. But with the newest album, Raising Hell... Not, not Raising Hell. Well, Raising Hell is a, a song on it. But High Road kind of like combined a new mature Kesha but the original Kesha as well and it was pretty cool you know that she can be both serious and have fun at the same time that's a good combo uh <laughs> I had a very good tracks on here um it introduced me to her friend Warble I believe that's how you say his name and uh I really like his work he, he has a really unique voice cool um vocals um, they make a good chemistry. Um, some really good tracks on here. Uh, I like how personal Kesha gets. And, uh, so I really recommend this. If I really like Kesha's, like, almost country twang to her voice. And some of the songs, like, in, uh, Rainbow, she had to do it with Dolly Parton. There's this song called, uh, Cowboy Blues this is really cool country esque sound. I really dig it and uh I think I think you will dig that one too, whoever you are. You would love it. Alrighty. Now speaking of country music, this next artist on my number eighteen favorite song has a bit of a country background as you can say. 
but uh, she's moved up from out from there and uh, turned pop. I really dig the start of her going pop. But the la like the albums, uh, Reputation and Lover, I was not that into. But out of nowhere comes for folklore. I didn't expect this to happen at all. Taylor Swift, you outdid yourself this time. Next, my next song on my on my top 20 favorite songs of 2020. It's number 18. It's Taylor Swift with Exile featuring Bon Iver. Iver, is it? can see you standing, honey, with his arms around your body, laughing but the joke's not funny at all, and it took you five whole minutes to pack us up and leave me with it, holding all this love out here in the hall. I think I've seen this film before. And I didn't like the ending You're not my homeland anymore So what am I defending now? You were my town Now I'm in exile seeing you out I think I've seen this film before
to say it, but like Taylor Swift has outbid herself. This is, I don't know how to say it, but I don't know if this is true. But Taylor Swift could be on the prime of her career. Although that could be said about Red, that could be said about 1989. This could be the second prime of her career with folk, folklore, and now with um, her newest album. Uh, dang, what's that? Evermore. How did she do that? How did she release folklore and Evermore within the same year? I suppose they kind of like Evermore is kind of like a sequel to folklore, but nonetheless, it was about the same amount of tracks and about the same amount of quality. Taylor Swift had it going on in 2020. Alrighty. Let's go on to the number eight. My eighth favorite album of 2020 goes to my boy Logic. No pressure. How do I talk about Logic? How do you go from like like being my like favorite rapper to like Oh, I can't stand this guy. To, oh my god, what a comeback. Within just a couple of years. Well, let's say that. Um, well, how do I start with this? <laughs> Alright, Logic. When he released Under Pressure, I thought this is a phenomenal one. This guy's got a huge career ahead of him. Then came my... Uh, the Incredible True Story which is honestly like one of my favorite albums of all time seriously the the, the production was so amazing the, the storytelling the, the the sequencing of the album the <laughs> the album artwork had everything going on and then came um, everybody which I was so hyped for when it when it was um, first released, but there was just something off about it. Like the fact he wanted to speak from everyone's point of view, he kind of failed at that. And then um, I don't know, it just wasn't right. And then had the future, the single one eight hundred. Uh, I forget the rest of the number, but you know the suicide hotline song, and. I, I think it was an alright song. I liked I liked what he was trying for. He gets an A forever, but um, didn't go quite so right. Not it wasn't it wasn't it was off. There's something off about it, like the way he says, like he wants to say, "Who out there wants to kill himself? If you want to kill yourself, go woo hoo." Uh, nah. And the fact that he has that song, and a couple, like two songs earlier, he had a, a song with Juicy J as a feature, and he says, Kill yourself. Kill your motherfucking self. Uh, I don't know if this was meant to go. Like, <laughs> I don't know what he was trying for there, but uh, Juicy J, you were. I, don't, I think you were in the wrong booth, sir. But anyways, after that, Logic released like some pretty mediocre work. Uh, Young Sinatra for uh, uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. We got um, 
the soundtrack for his uh, supermarket um, novel. I heard that sucked, but uh, I'm reading the book right now, so it's 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 okay so far. I'm Fifty pages in, but uh, I'll tell you what I think about that later. But anyways, lots of, lots of things were going downhill for Logic in terms of quality. Things were going uphill in terms of profits, I'm sure. But nonetheless, he said that his latest album, No Pressure, was his last. So it got me intrigued. Let's see how he ends his career, if this is true. Um, then I listened to the album, and it felt like the old logic. Kind of, I mean, there's some some production choices that some felt pretty newish. Some cringe-worthy things still. But nonetheless, I felt like the old him. It felt like fun. That's what it felt like. Or it feels like, his, especially No Pressure in the uh, his mixtape works, felt like works of un, an underdog. And that's what got me into him. It felt like this guy's like me. I can relate to him, and that's pretty cool. And I, and I felt that again with No Pressure. Some, I really like the tracks on here. I like I liked how he... Let's say, um, he he just recently had a son, and uh, I like how he kind kind of like comparisons to how Chance, the rapper, constantly talked about his wife on the last album, and he, he made fun of that. That's that's kind of funny. Um, so I'd say one of my favorite track was on this. I like the return of uh, his characters that were in uh, the the Incredible True Story. Um, this this just felt like old logic. This felt like the logic that I fell in love with. And that was pretty cool. No Pressure was a pretty good album. Like, it probably is it was definitely not a top ten album of the year. But uh, nonetheless, it was... It just made me fall in it, had, it was... It made me remember why I love hip-hop. Which was... It's pretty hard for me to do in the recent years. There's not much out there I like anymore in terms of hip-hop. And uh, Logic reminded me why I like the genre. So thank you, Bobby. Hope you enjoy your retirement. Alrighty. Let's go on to... Um, uh, 17. My 17th favorite song of 2020. This is... Uh, Beyonce. I never really liked Beyonce. I don't understand. It took me a while to understand the appeal of Beyonce. But when she released this song, I was like, okay, I think I get it. Beyonce is like a. F brings out her pride. Um, okay, let me say that I think there are certain artists that only appeal to s a gender. A sex. Um, I think like Madonna really only appeals to women or gay men. Uh, Beyonce really only appeals to women or even specifically maybe black women. I guess maybe all women like Beyonce. But there's certain artists I like, uh, I want to like, they appeal to a certain demographic. I think Beyonce is one of those people. And because of that, I don't. I didn't really understand it. I don't really understand her. 
But when I heard this song, it's like, there's, she puts out her pride. She's, she shows, she is comfortable with herself. She's proud of herself. And her songs really show that. I think that I've yet to really truly listen to it. That Lemonade, I'm pretty, the songs, I didn't understand, I didn't like when I, like Formation, I didn't get it and I didn't like it when it came out. But when I heard it again recently, I was like, oh, I get it. Okay, I understand this now. And I think that that's a very true statement with this this song I'm going to play next. My 17th favorite song of 2020. It's Black Parade off the Lion King soundtrack. This song is better than the movie in all ways. Safe and form. This song is pretty badass. Let's go. Let's have a Black Parade. I'm going back, 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 back when my roots ain't watered down. Growing, growing like a bob-bob tree of life on fertile ground. My ancestor put me on game. On charm, on gold chains. With my old shoon in a jail. Drip all on me. Uncle, I just should keep free. Holla, don't I? Smell like such a non-chopper Let 
just makes me want to move and groove and shake my ass oh not black not a woman but damn that makes me feel like I'm dripping in black girl magic most deaf I love that song alrighty let's go on to my uh, seventh, seventh favorites album of 2020 just mentioned it earlier we're talking about Taylor Swift's folklore dang this girl just like I said outdid herself on this one um be honest, after uh, when Retribution came, not Retribution, uh, Reputation came out, uh, I thought like her career is going down. I feel like, oh, this is the end of Taylor Swift, R.I.P. T. Swizzle. But nonetheless, she came back with this album, even even more with Evermore. Um, <laughs> she just had it. Like I don't know. Just taking a break and listening to other mu- people's music and getting inspired. I believe she was inspired with the National. Very good band. Um, I chose um, Exile for my list. Though, it was pretty hard to choose which one. I liked Cardigan. I liked um, The Last Love Story. American Love Story. Um, what else did I like? Let's go. Oh, August. August was good. Um, Mad Woman. Um, My Tears Ricochet. Very good album. Uh, I think it's pretty essential for the year. Like, probably the most essential album of 2020. As, as long as maybe some other album that I made it on my list. Uh, uh, the Weekends um, After Hours. Um, yeah, probably probably 2020's best album. It's probably gonna go win the Grammy. Gonna roll out my eyes a bit at that when when she wins, but yeah, she deserves it. Alrighty, let's continue on. My uh, let's see, I'm <laughs> this number of counts. 20, 19, 18, 19, 16. Oh, my 16th favorite song of 2020. 
by one of my favorite artists working today. Dude, dude is, goes non-stop on his work. His name is Mayor Hawthorne. Very unappreciated artist. He's bringing back that soul of the Motown era. This is his, uh, his second time working with the producer Sebastian. Um, first song is probably one of my favorite Mayor Hawthorne songs, and that's um, Love in Motion. This song right here is called Rare Changes. It's off the album Rare Changes, his newest album. Which, uh, to be honest, <laughs> it's not really much of an album. It's more of just a compilation of uh, songs. Uh, Mayor Hawthorne released like nine singles in the past year. Of all of 2020, at least nine songs. And then at the end of the year, it's like, yeah, let's put them all together now. But uh, it's they're all pretty good. And there's one, the title track, Rare Changes. 16th song, 16th favorite song of 2020.
something that 2020 has not had. Some fun. <laughs> and a very rare change this year was. Mayor Harfon brought the fun. I love this man so much. If I gotta count like my top five. He's probably like an... If I had to do a top five favorite artist. He's, he's not there but he's like honorable mention. I loved every album he's ever made. The dude works nonstop. The man is a hard worker. I love him so much. Let's go on to my uh, top twenty favorite, top ten favorite art albums of twenty twenty. <laughs> uh, it's number six. I I mentioned earlier, folklore is one of the most essential artists. Uh, I mean, <laughs> folklore is probably the most essential albums of twenty twenty. Was followed by After Hours, and followed by this one right here, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. What a fun album this was. Like, she knew exactly what she was doing when she made this. She knew exactly what that title was. She, best album title I've heard in a while. Because she, she was bringing back the, kind of like the 70s disco pop fun, you know? Like, we had... You know, in the late 70s, we had Blondie make uh, Heart of Glass. We had Rolling Stones make Miss You. You know, pop, disco combos. That's what she brought with this album. Very good tracks, like Levitating. Um, uh, you could not go anywhere without hearing um, Don't Start Now and uh, Break My Heart. Um, what other physical is a very cool track cool uh hallucinate um <laughs> I love the fun she had with uh uh good in bed and boys with boys you know this this is a fun album Dua Lipa is um tremendous definitely like she brought so much she had so much promise on her first album it's like oh I'm gonna what, what she's got next now she's solidified herself as a queen of pop. Dolipa. You are great. <laughs> I'm speechless. Man, I, if if we if everything was okay, I'd love to see her in concert. I think that would be so much fun. So many so many concerts we missed out on this year. Man. Uh, Harry Styles was supposed to be in Portland um, at the Moto Center in August. I, I wish I was there. Alright. Let's go to um, song number 15. My top 20 favorite songs of 2020. The song's called Take Care of You by Charlotte Day Wilson. Featuring Sid the Kid. Sid is one of my favorite singers working today. The lead singer of the band The Internet, one of my favorite bands. Um, I don't know who Charlotte Day Wilson is, but what, uh, Spotify s suggested I hear this song because how much I love this, I love Sid, and I, I love this song. Um, let's just play it. Let's hear it. Number fifteen, my top twenty favorite song is Twenty Twenty. Take care of you, Charlotte Day Wilson. 
Damn, that song was so damn sexy. <laughs> what I really appreciate about Sid is being that she is opening lesbian, hearing these love, sexy, romantic songs from a woman talking to a woman. I don't, there's not that much around. That's pretty cool. Uh, I love how Sid 
just started out as a DJ, then worked her way up to being a lead singer of a band. People love her so much now. She's going slow, solo, being featured. Um, they're in it. It's such an amazing band. I'm really interested in hearing more about Charlotte Day Wilson. Uh, it's like, I, you know, I don't know, probably she, maybe she's a lesbian too. And what I'm seeing right now, that she's white. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, I wonder who that voice is in the in, you know, in the in the chorus. He, that guy didn't get credit because that I think that's like. I fell in love with the song the first time I heard it, just within seconds from hearing that guy's voice. Uh, I love this song, it's so damn hot. Alrighty, <laughs> let's go with my ooh, fifth favorite album of 2020. And to be honest, I only heard this just a couple weeks ago. This album was released early January, but I felt like I wasn't ready to hear it when it came out. It's Mac Miller's Circles. Now, because... Honestly, I'm not a Mac Miller fan. Um, at least, I, I say I am. Though there's still a lot I don't know about him. When he died, I wasn't a, I wasn't a fan. Not long after... But after he died, I, I heard Swimming. And I was like, wow. What an album. And then when he really posts... Get the word. How do you say it? Posthumous, posthumously released circles. I wanted to hear it though because I only heard swimming. I thought I should listen to the earlier work to be prepared for the new album. But I was lazy this year and I didn't do that. So I just, before the year was up, I finally heard circles. <sighs> and it gets as much love as it should get. It's such great work. I love it a lot. Um, the, the, the title track's great. Um, good news. Making you teary-eyed. Uh, both of those songs almost made it onto the list. So did um, Hand Me Downs. I really like that song. Um, so I'll just give you the spoiler that no track on the album made it onto the list but it was they were all many of them were close it's because um spending not not spending enough time with a song it is hard for to get it on the list alright um but none but Mac Miller's Circles it's a great album he is missed in, dearly um I wish I spent more time with him I really want to listen to the other albums. Uh, it's weird because I've never heard the Divine Feminine in, in, in total, the whole thing in complete. But uh, I love the track "Dang" with Anderson Pack. I listen to that song a lot. Alrighty, um, I'm already at an hour at this, and uh, it's late, and I gotta go to sleep soon. And I'm only halfway done, so let's keep going. Um, let's see number. Number 15. Is it 15? Number 14. Alright. Number 14. 
top 20 favorite songs 2020 I mentioned this song earlier at the top of the top of the show from Alicia Keys newest album it's You Save Me featuring Snow Allegra Snow is one of my favorite singers going today favorite vocalist favorite lyricist her last album ugh those feels again was my favorite album 2020 2019 sorry <laughs> uh, 2019 just feels like wow time goes by so fast but anyways um snow Liger, when i hear her sing she she makes me feel like everything she's saying is real she's being honest she's truly in love it makes it makes you when you hear her sing it makes me feel like she's in love with you and you feel love too and that feeling is even is in this song right here even when it's not her own song uh, songs these are two two women that were meant to sing together let's go if you save me with snow Allegra, Alicia Keys my 14th favorite song of 2020 Through it all, and I go it all. 
spoilers just yet but uh Lisa Keys and Snow Allegra what a phenomenal pair pair was made in heaven let's uh let's just keep going now with uh my fourth favorite out of the year in 2020 and that's Woman in Music Part 3 created by my favorite band working today that's Haim the sisters of Daniela and Esty created pop maybe their best album yet? It's so hard to say. See, their debut was extremely good with uh, Days Are Gone. That's the album that made me a fan. Then came Something to Tell You, which was... Yeah, it was okay. It was like, it was good. It was good. Let's say it was good. But just couldn't compare to the first. Then comes this album, Women Music Part 3, which is like... It's almost as good as the first. But I guess what the down part for me is that three of the singles were released in 2019. And then the album didn't come out until like mid-March of 2020. Or even later. So it's like, yeah, it didn't have all the momentum that it should have. If it was released like in, in 2019 or even first... January 1st of 2020 it probably it probably should have been released early, early earlier 2020 but uh but nonetheless the album is very good um uh like I said those songs that were released in 2019 were very good those s- singles that were the bonus tracks on this album were awesome but uh one song the newest song that stood out to me the most is happens to be my 13th favorite song of 2020 that that was a sneak peek let me see um always forget the numbers but my 13th favorite song of 2020 is by Heim the song's called Gasoline it's pretty badass
song it's so groove that 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 uh guitar riff is so good uh there's something about it that reminds me of like what Ugh, it's like some part of me doesn't miss it but i do miss hearing um damn what's her name fuck what is her name cheryl crow cheryl crow let's go with that yeah there's a bit of Hein that reminds me of Sarah Crow, maybe because they're from L.A., maybe because they talk about summer a lot. But there's also a bit of, like, the folk rock type of sound that they also possess, much like Sarah Crow. And, yeah, there's, there's something about it that reminds me of Sheryl Crow, and that's pretty cool. That I never thought I would miss hearing Sheryl Crow, but I do. Let's uh, continue on. I really gotta go to sleep soon. Should have done this yesterday. It's almost midnight. Got work in a couple hours. Let's keep going. My third favorite album of 2020. It's uh, one of the biggest upsets or shocks or underdogs, dark horses in the uh, Grammys album nomination list. It's a Chalumbo by Janae Aiko. I was like so shocked to see that because like I didn't think she would get that recognition I love Janae Aiko since the first time I heard her she was um with the song uh, Bed Piece with Gambino um huge Gambino fan so I heard that song and I was like this is pretty awesome uh I heard then every every album I think she put out was better than the next from Sail Out to Sold Out to uh, Trip. Now we got Chalumbo. Um, Chalumbo was very good. The The thing that was like, confusing to me is that it's it's not perfect. Definitely not far from it because it's like there's songs on the um, deluxe version that should have been on the regular version. And then like it's the regular version that's not only for the album of the year. Um... Uh, there's like songs like wait why was this not on the regular version but nonetheless it had very good tracks uh, Pussy Fairy was like one of my favorite songs of, of 2020 I forgot oh, damn it should have been on this list uh, maybe I'll get an honorable mention but Janai uh, Aiko uh, the more older she gets the better she gets and uh, 
I love her, definitely. Now let's continue on with my 12th favorite song of 2020. I try to not repeat myself, like by like putting a same artist multiple times on a playlist. I try not. I don't even try to put the same artist back to back weeks. But I just kind of help myself because this is—he's one of my favorite artists of uh, all time, honestly. This is uh, Mayor Hawthorne again. It's time with the song "Mo." Let's go.
Oof. You know, like, the more you hear a song, the more you notice about it. Here he's like, you know, these guitar... The riffs are... I just love that song. Man, I love it. <laughs> I gotta improve my vocabulary, but nonetheless, I just... I just want to get this song, this over with. I can go to bed. I gotta go sheep. I gotta go count some sheep. But nonetheless, I'm having a good time right now. Playing Mayor Hawthorne. My favorite artist. Uh, he's, he's just getting more defined. Man, sometimes I just wish that, like, he, he had a time machine and he could go back to 1967 or so. And make all these songs he made in the last couple of years and exist back then where he can be a true superstar like he should be. Like, he deserves to be, like, in the, the, the rankings of, like, the most popular artists of today and the most renowned artists. He's that damn good. Trust me. Alrighty. Let's go to my second favorite album of 2020. One of my most played albums of 20... It's probably my most played album of 2020. The only album on this list that actually I own on vinyl. It's uh, Kiki by Kiana the Day. This girl had it going on this year. I remember the first time I heard of her song X. I was like, this song is good. And then I came across her song Mad at, ba Mad at Me. I was like, blown my mind. Like, she she's sampling so fresh, so clean by Outkast. And she makes it sound so good. Like a R&B song sampling a rap song. How? What? You're you're sampling something that sh that is like should be sampling other things. It was like, what is going on here? That seems to be a thing now. Like you're sampling something that like it doesn't have a sample, but like song that sh you would think might have a sample. It's much like a uh, Summer Walker when doing uh what's it called uh uh fuck what's that called <laughs> say my name destiny's child on her song uh playing games it's pretty similar to that but uh kiana day great vocalist i love her attitude she really commands attention and she is badass uh i highly recommend kiki She's got a great future, definitely. Uh, I'll just spoil that she has a song on this list, and she almost had a second one. Uh, okay, let's continue with my last song tonight. The 11th song on my top 20 list. This, this song kept changing spots. It almost made it to the top 10. It was like, it even almost made it to the top 5. The song is Badass by a pretty badass woman. Uh, to be honest, I'm pretty polarized on her. I, the way I think about her changes off and on. Um, her, this is uh, Miley Cyrus. Uh, like, sure, I really liked her as a kid in Hannah Montana. It was a fun show. And then she got older, and she got weirder and weirder, and, like, I, the weird stuff was cool, but off-putting, too. And then she got a little bit normal, a little bit normal with Malibu. That song was cool. 
Um, and then with uh, the song she did with uh, Mark Ronson, um, Nothing Breaks Like a Heart. Damn, that song was so good. And then it came this song, and I was like, I love this song. Um, I think Miley is best if if when she goes retro, like a um, country, like a, with Nothing Breaks Like a Heart has like a country rock song, country rock pop. And the song I'm about to play right now is like a, bit of like a disco punk rock pop <laughs> much like a like a blondie like a like a debbie harry when when she goes to like a retro sound is the best what whether it is country whether it is like a rock she's not good like what i think poisons a lot of pop artists is when they attempt to go hip-hop it, it doesn't work for very many people i mean like, I guess it works for Ariana Grande, but I don't think it comes out natural. Like, it kind of, it worked for Mariah Carey, but it also kind of derailed his career, I thought. And it definitely made, it derailed Miley Cyrus's career, I thought. And it just comes off unnatural. I think it's best when she goes country. Or even rock. But the song we're playing tonight is Midnight Sky. The song is pretty badass. Let's get it.
on, on, on.